You're listening to Inside of You with Michael Rosenbaum. Hi, folks. How are you? Uh, Rob? Hi, Michael. Hey, man. Just want to quick throw out to all the uh, fans out there and the listeners. You guys are making the show great and by listening and keeping us going here. Yeah, you're making the show great again. <laughs> yeah. The numbers have been great and the response has been super. So we'll, we'll try bringing these great guests. Continue to do that. And thanks, Anna Ferris and Sim, for uh, backing up the show and uh, everybody who's listening, man. So thank you very much, Rob. I love you. Our guest today is Jana Kramer. Jana Kramer, you'd seen her on One Tree Hill, Dancing with the Stars, Click, tons of movies. Love at First Bark. Love at First Bark. Uh, she's got a, a uh, what's the song I love? Um, the song you love is I Got the Boy. Yeah, I she, Got the she's Boy. A country singer. Yeah, she I love my country. I love a little, you know, I grew up in southern Indiana. Jana Kramer. She's very open. She talks about divorce and uh, you know, life and kids and it's it gets pretty uh you know, I thought I was dysfunctional, but uh she's also dysfunctional and uh, it was warm and honest and open. Let's get inside Jana Kramer. It's my point of view. Listening to Inside of You with Michael Rosenbaum. Inside of You with Michael Rosenbaum was not recorded in front of a live studio audience. Now, see, you you wouldn't date someone like Rob. What I've known, what I gathered from the news, is you like <laughs> really hunky, bigger, stronger, <laughs> macho guys. That's what I gather. But how does that work out for me? Not so That's well. right. So Rob and I have a fighting chance here. We don't Possibly. work out that much. Uh, you look like you got some muscles. Hey, I think that's a compliment. I think you've got some muscles. Yeah. I mean, couple. I'm not like... Rob's uh, needs a couple more, though. He doesn't try over. so hard. You try. He doesn't try. I don't try. I'm just... I, this <laughs> is just who I am. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Already already fighting words here with Jana Kramer. I know. I'm from Michigan. I got, you know, I'm a, I'm a fighter. One of, my, uh, one of my best friends, Dax Shepard, is from Michigan. Oh, yeah. So she, is uh, Kristen to... Bell. She's from Michigan? She was just on the show. She's from Detroit, I believe, right? Isn't she? Yeah. I was born in Detroit. You were born then, in Detroit? Yeah, and then I was raised uh, an hour northeast of Detroit, which is why I'm a Red Wings fan. What's the biggest misconception about uh, Detroit? Is that it's ugly. Is, is it really not ugly? It's beautiful. Detroit I mean, is beautiful. You're honestly saying, are you I saying am. that because you have to go back and you don't no, want to do that? No, no, I love being from Michigan. Parts in big cities, there, there are parts that are not nice, right? Like there's parts of Chicago that aren't nice, New York, and there's parts of Detroit that aren't nice. But right. there are also beautiful parts of Detroit too. Like um, Greek town is really pretty. There's great restaurants. I mean, they're trying to get it together. And then Michigan in general is a gorgeous state. It's one of the top 10 most beautiful states. Downtown? <laughs> How about downtown Detroit? I mean, don't go to Eight Mile, but like, <laughs> is Eight Mile the uh, where Eminem came up yeah. with that that song? Yeah, that movie. Uh huh. Yeah, Eight Mile, right? Yeah. Have you seen it? Uh, I have seen Eight Mile. I eight mean, mile like, would you good. go down to Compton? Uh, you know, I no. <laughs> you so, wouldn't. Like, if I no. had some black friends with me, <laughs> no. Wait, knew... is it red or white? Which would can just, you not it... wear? I don't know. I'm from Chicago. You don't go okay. to a synagogue unless you're, you know, you're Jew, you have a Jewish friend with you, right? True, but I'm you just saying you don't go to Compton unless you have a black friend with you. I don't think right? they want to go either. I, I don't know. I'd go to Compton. I mean, you know, if I was, I mean, there's places that cops don't go down here in LA. So I'm just saying it's not like it's just like Detroit. There's places where the cops kind of look away. Same here. Did you grow up in a happy family? <laughs> Describe happy family. Well, you know, we have some dysfunction. Rob, he grew up with a perfect family outside of Chicago, and uh, his mother and father were really sweet. They thought he was depressed for a while. 
uh, and the, you know, the, but he wasn't. He was just sort of an introverted, smart guy. Are you on antidepressants? Why would you even ask that? Because <laughs> I think you have the screwed up family. You don't know me. <laughs> You're right. I'm getting to know the inside of you. Um, <laughs> you think this is funny, Rob? You're like, yeah. What do you think my issue is in my family? From my, if you look at I my Wikipedia say from page, what I look, I, yes, yes. I mean, yeah. anybody who looks up Jana Kramer. I mean, <laughs> unfortunately, and fortunately, if you look Jana Kramer up and you dig deep, or you dig not even that deep, you'll see how Marriages. fucking talented you are. Well, no, no. First, before we get into that, we'll get into what an amazing singer you are. Mm. What a, what a good actress you are. Mm. You've done a lot of things, and like, uh, I got the boy. She got the man. Is is like an awesome fucking song. Thank you. And I didn't really know you, and we sort of followed each other on Twitter. And you then followed I was like, me first, by the way. I just want to throw that out. There. I told Rob you followed me first. Not true. As Snoop Dogg once said, "Follow me, follow me, follow me, follow me." You followed me first, and I think you unfollowed me to see that. Then you, that you followed That's me, so you true. followed I me play, again. I, don't play games. <laughs> I think he played. This a game. was just like, hey, she's. A, I like this <laughs> song. Does. I found the song. I like this singer. Uh, you know, she's she's uh, she's pretty. I wasn't stalking you or anything. It was slightly. No. What was the first thing I said? I'll read it if I have to. I don't remember. I said, hey, love your song. Love your music. Love to have you on the podcast. Because we do singers, actors, uh, athletes. You're not an athlete. You are an athlete. But we'll get into that. So I was like, you know, I need more singers on the show. I need Mm -hmm. more musicians. And I loved your song. I was like, country. I grew up in southern Indiana. I love country. I listen. Hoosier. Exactly. And I listened to Eddie Rabbit and Ronnie Millsap and the early country in Alabama. And I don't know if you even remember those because you're a little younger than I am. Not much. 34? Yeah, I'll be 35 in December. Okay, 35. So I'm 10 years older than you. Okay, that's not bad. No. And you've never been married? I, ha- I haven't been married. Do you want to be married? Sure. Do you want kids? Yeah. Great. Yeah, why wouldn't I? <laughs> I mean, I'd be a great dad. Well, why, why are you single then? Or are you not single? Uh, you know, there's been times where I've been a little close and things don't work out. What's or- wrong with you? Where do I fucking start, Jenna? What do you think your biggest issue in relationships are? Like, I know By the mine. way, if you became really famous, you could yeah. have an airport. JRK. Thanks. Your middle name's Ray. Jerk. Yeah. Jerk? Jerk. Is that what they always call it? <laughs> yeah. Hey, jerk. Jerk. JRK. That's not nice. Yeah, now, what was your question to me? Um, what do you think your biggest issue in a relationship is? First of all, I want to let you know something that I'm interviewing you. <laughs> I know. Okay? I always do so, this. I always turn it around. Before we start, because I know, because you want your own podcast and you're yeah, going to do yeah, that. Blah, no, blah, no. Blah. But I like this. This is, again, this I is like, for, I want to get to know you, too. For the audience out there, this is always therapy. So we always talk about that. So, okay. So say that again. What is your biggest issue in relationships? <laughs> um, I think the biggest issue for me is... You know, I grew up with a little dysfunction, and I, I never trusted my parents. And why? So, uh, because they weren't honest with me. What and I think it's very about? important. Did you? Have, like, I am a... the most honest person there is. I mean, tr- you know, do I? T- do, the only thing you do if you want to mess up a relationship with me, uh-huh. you lie. Just lie to me. If you don't lie to me, it will last forever. For the, what for, kind of lies? I think white lies. I mean, there's are, white lies. Like you don't yeah. want to say, like in the morning, you know, Jana. If like if we were like married or something, you wake up. It's like, how how's my pants? And I, you know, I don't want to say, oh my god, those are the ugliest fucking pants I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. So what I might say is like, <laughs> those are cool. Uh, I've seen better pants, but those are cool. Yeah. And then you know that they're not great. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Or you could say, fuck you, Michael. I love my pants. Well, why did your parents lie to you though? Like, did you have like a sibling out there that you didn't know about? Uh, no, it wasn't like that. It was just like, uh, you know, they're perfect. Everybody else is a mess. Uh, lies on top of lies. She's very strict. And, uh, you know, they were young when they had me. So I, I'm very forgiving. 
I am forgiving. Well, I think that that's good, though. But people are going to break your trust. Your parents were – I have a feeling they got divorced. Yeah, when I was a freshman in high school. I actually caught my dad cheating. You caught him pounding. No, well, not like physically doing it, but he came home. It was like that would have been a better story. I know. Just imagine what he was doing. <laughs> no, no, it's terrible. You don't want to do that. No. no, but he came home at like two o'clock in the morning, and I was like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "I went to Home Depot," and I was like, "What?" And then I went downstairs, and I said, "I think my dad's cheating on my mom." And then they got divorced. More like Home Depot. Ho. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Deep in the hoe at home. At home. Oh, so, it's terrible. So but I mean, we're cheating. fine now, though. Yeah, yeah. He cheated a bunch. But it's, you know, we're good now. Now that I have a, a daughter, like forgiveness. And- okay, good now. But you just skipped 25 years. I did. So, or 20 Major years. daddy issues. Major Huge. daddy issues. I mean, I dated, like, guys a million times older than me. Like, was trying to get my father's approval. You know. Uh, I think I think I've gone through that. I think have Rob, you? Rob, <laughs> you probably go through that. You, We always want to make... Or you just spit all over yourself. Are you all right? Mm-hmm. It's all over you. I have a hole in my mouth. <laughs> all right. <laughs> okay. Uh, look, here's the no. reality. I think that um, we all want approval from friends, from people, from colleagues, from parents. To and if we parents don't, are always number one if now. we don't eventually grow out of it and say, "Hey, I got to do this for me." Mm-hmm then we're just we're wasting a life yeah we're, we're living a life for someone else i mean i've been in so much therapy it's not even funny yeah so. me too um, i think therapy is good though like now that i'm in my 30s i'm like okay well therapy yeah therapy is very important yeah i think you know what i gathered from reading wikipedia on you <laughs> and uh i love to love well i really lover. think you just desperately want to be I, I hate to use the word desperately i don't want to sound no, like you're desperate but no, you're, I, yeah, you're desperate. Desperate to have a family. Like you a want a family. You want to have something that's... Portrait picture family. Yeah. And I think that you run through guys mm-hmm. uh, and they don't last long. No. Because you're like, oh my God, yeah, 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 let's No, I'm do like this. a true love addict at, uh, like, at my core. Yeah. 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 I think... Have you ever heard the song... Who sang that song? Slow motion for me. Slow motion for me. Move it <laughs> slow motion for me. Slow motion? No. If you don't love me like by like month one, I'm out. <laughs> Is that true? Pretty much. Well, so you got to give it time. Well, I know. Because, because uh, for instance, if you were falling in love with Rob, he might be hesitant because he said, okay, she's married this guy and this guy and this guy. Okay. And she's loved. <laughs> so you know what? I'm going to take my time and I'm just going to see where things go. Yeah. I and mean, just that, enjoy if, each yeah. other. Yes. Are if there you, was ever a next time, that was what I would take years. Years to be in love. I didn't say you have to take fucking years. Well, I mean, I would take a, a beat. You know what I mean? Now that I have my daughter and stuff. Yeah. Know, so. It starts out with just, hey, let's get to know each other. Yeah. Do you make me laugh? I mean, I would, could, you... I wish I could go back and do things differently because I think then you would find out more things about people before you jump so fast. Well, in. I think there should be a rule. If you're not married more than uh, a year or two, <laughs> yeah. they should be negated. Yeah. Oh, 100%. So then you wouldn't be married. No. You really wouldn't be married at no. all. Uh-uh. You would have three marriages under your belt. You know I don't what? think it's fair. You know the first one? I only knew him for two weeks. We went to a drive-thru in Vegas and then that one tried to kill me. So then he- – that's that's a whole other story. And then the second one is now my best friend. But we like we had is a wedding that and that's it. No, that's no. Jonathan Sheck. Jonathan Sheck. And yeah. I know He's Jonathan. He's like my best friend. Now. I worked with Jonathan Sheck on a show called Impastor. He came in for a day. Uh-huh. Uh, it was great. I love him. I see him like weekly. Him and his wife and I are like best friends. Oh, good. So you don't like threesome or anything. God, no. No, nothing no. like that. No, like his son and my daughter are like best friends. That's, that's really uh, – what's the word, Rob? Modern family. No, it's just really nice. But I mean, we we always just say like we had a we had a wedding. We didn't we weren't married, right? So, yeah. Take me back to Michigan. Your dad uh, cheats on your mom. 
Did your mom cheat? Was she a, a, a no, flirtatious not woman? that I know of. I mean, she's flirtatious. Is she beautiful? I think she's stunning. She's married. She just got married. Well, I wasn't asking for okay. that. I just want to know if she's like, you come from a, a good-looking family. I think my mom's beautiful. My brother and I look totally different. He's like six, four, blonde hair, blue eyes. Well, now he's bald. but And he loves you, by the way. He does? Yeah. Huge fan of you. No way. Yeah. What's his name? Steven. Steven. Yeah. Hey, Steven. How are you? I'm really excited that you're a fan of mine. It's nice to have fans. Yeah, he's a huge fan. Yeah. If you li- will he listen to this? Probably not. Well, you can tell him I'll that tell I talked him. about I'll him. I'll take a picture and then, yeah. And uh, were, were you guys sort of, did you have the parents that let you just do whatever you want? If you're going to drink, drink at the house. Yeah, that's my mom. See, but I've never I, been I, drunk because of that. Are you not a drinker? I drink wine every night, but I've never been drunk because my mom was like, hey, you want a wine cooler when I was 14? And I was like, yeah, I'll try it. So I was never the girl that was like, I have to get drunk because my parents won't let me. So you, I just drove You've never all my been friends. drunk? No. You, Rob, do you hear this? She yep. said she's never been drunk. Trust me, my friends try all the time. So do you think you just have like, uh, it's inherited that you have some kind of um I don't, I have major that- like anxiety, so I don't want to be out of control. I don't want to be the girl vomiting. Ooh. I don't want to be like, I, I like to have a little tipsy like wine I get anxiety. Buzz, and that's it, do you? What kind of anxiety do you get? Well, mine started from PTSD and then now I just have like. What do you mean P- PTSD? Well, when the guy tried to kill me, I got post-traumatic and how many years ago was that oh god 12 13 so then now i just get anxiety if i'm like i feel like i'm trapped or um like i can't drive on the expressway <laughs> like he tried to kill you yeah this he was went to michael jail. gambino yeah and he's dead so you could comfortably talk about this yeah you were married to this guy i knew him for two was weeks. he in the mafia well so gambino, gambino sounds like a mafia that was name. he made that name up it wasn't really a gambino no it was like i don't even know what his real last name was but when we went to court there was like a whole like package of like or um, stacks of papers being like he was in jail for money laundering for seven years domestic violence on his previous wife i'm like what i had no idea but again i knew him for like two weeks and then we i stayed with him for a year and it was just got abusive and more abusive yeah and you didn't know how to get out of it because i was married to him i was like my mom's gonna kill me if i tell her but now in hindsight i should have told her i mean what what do you say to people out there who ha- who deal with this who are in relationships who are abu- they're abused it had, I mean, obviously you were frightened to get out. People it's don't understand. Hard. That's it's, the thing. It's like people in that. I mean, you, people are in verbally abusive relationships too. That's sometimes I think worse than physical at times. So I don't know. I just it's hard to see it. But if you can, if you if you know that it's wrong, then then get out. If you know that you can like, like the very first time someone puts their hands on oh, you, oh, run, walk, run, 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 because you will get run. stuck in that. Because you'll be like, oh well, actually. I probably caused that. I did that. Isn't that something? It's so it's so messed works. up, and I get it because I can I could like probably easily go back there, but that's why it's like and then second the sorries. I don't know. I'm so sorry. It will never happen again. I love you and so it much. It always happens again. Yeah. And then it always happens again. Mm-hmm. And you'd find yourself you don't you don't even get drunk. So what could he be yelling at you for? <laughs> what could you be doing that upset someone? <laughs> Those people like just will come up with anything. Are you a troublemaker? Are you a shit stirrer? Mm-mm. No, I'm very stubborn though. Now, someone would say that's my German. Someone who's had three marriages, <laughs> you got like, look, it's there's three truth, there's three sides to every story. Mm-hmm. The, my side, your side, the truth. Yeah, right. Yeah. Do you think that's true? Yeah. Do you think that you were accountable for any of these? Um, was I like? was accountable for the for Jonathan's. Okay, what caused that? Um, distrust. Okay. Yeah. Did you cheat? Uh, yes. You did. But he did something wrong too. So I kind of like justified my action. 
we both did things, and so I justified my actions because of what he did, which is wrong, totally wrong. Right. Never justify. Like, I should have been like, I don't want to be with you, so, like, you have to leave. Were you always sort of like a cheater? I've cheated before in relationships, yeah. You have? Yeah. Do you think that's something that's just going to carry on? No. Do you really think that the next guy you date, you're just you're, – you're Well, gonna... technically I'm married. Right, but that – yeah? Yeah. And what's what's going on there? <laughs> you know, it's just every day is a different day. You know? So you don't know where that's going. One step at a time. Okay. So you just take one thing at a one time. One day at a time. Right. One mm-hmm. day at a time, sweet Jesus, I think yep. was a – but no, for me, it's like if I'm not going to – if I'm going to be in a relationship and I start to go this way, like that's showing me that I either have to work on the relationship, something's going wrong, or I have to I have to leave. Right. Because I think it's can be hard to be monogamous at times. But – Sure. I think when – I know in my 30s, I'm like, all right, I don't want to be that person because I didn't like being that person. So there's a reason why I'm doing that. And it's not about the other person. It's about myself. So what am I trying to get – there's something that I'm trying to feed myself and that no one else, you can feed me, my husband, nobody else could feed me. So what I have to like. Do you feel guilty? Was it a horrible feeling after or not really? No. You didn't? You're like, <laughs> you're like, I just want to do this again. But again, that's, that was like my own issue that I had to work out. Right. And how do you work that out? You go to therapy, therapy. and the therapist says, uh, don't do that. What kind of advice could they give you other than no, it's stop like, why are you filling yourself other with people? That? And it's like, no, it's like, it's, I was just filling myself with like, have you never cheated? I've never cheated. Well. But I haven't. You've had a lot of relationships. I, I haven't. I've had relationships, but I've never cheated. I always felt like, hey, you know, I'm just going to break up. Yeah. Well, if, that's I, good. if it's worth cheating, or if you have an open relationship, I guess I've never had an open relationship. No, I don't do that. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't do. I don't think I could do that because the thought of like me with other women is great, but the mm-hmm. thought of my the woman I'm with with other men is just not a great thought, yeah. and that's a double standard, and that ain't right, Rob. I just, no, totally. But I think, again, once you get older, it's like in my 30s, I could never imagine like doing that. I'd rather, I would just end the relationship. Yeah. I mean, don't you want, I mean, like we all want like somebody, you know, I'm 45 and, you know, eventually I'm going to probably be shitting my pants. I'll be in my 80s. You want someone to wipe it. Well, I just want someone who loves me unconditionally. Who's like, I loved you when you were decent looking and I love you when you're old and uh, crotchety, which could be next year. No, no, but cute. you know what I mean? Yeah. So that's the end game. You don't want to be like 70 and going, I have nobody. I don't. Yeah. And you don't just settle for someone. Mm-hmm. And I think it, but a lot of women. That. Yeah. But a lot of women do. Like, that's like a lot of men do. Uh, I gotta get married. I gotta have kids. I'll marry her. She's fine. Inside of you is brought to you by Neurohacker, Qualia Senolytic. Let me tell you something. If you haven't tried this, you are missing out. I just sent this to my mom. I have it. I use it. It's a product that I didn't, I, they weren't even my sponsor when I was using this. And I was like, wow, why do I have more focus or energy? Why do I feel better? Why do I feel different? It's because I take Qualia Synaletic, Neurohacker. Look, if someone would have told me, Ryan, that there are science backed ingredients that could help me feel 15 years younger in a matter of months, I wouldn't have believed it. But uh, I tried quaaocinolytic, and the rest is history. As we age, everyone accumulates senescent cells in their body. Senescent cells may cause symptoms of aging, such as aches and discomfort, slow workout recoveries, sluggish mental and physical energy associated with that middle-aged feeling. Also known as zombie cells, they're old and worn out and not serving a useful function for our health anymore, but they could be taking up space and nutrients from our healthy cells. Much like pruning the yellowing and dead leaves off a plant, Qualia Senolytic helps remove those worn out senescent cells to allow for the rest of them to thrive in the body. And 
You just take it two days a month. The formula is non-GMO, vegan, gluten-free, and the ingredients are meant to complement one another, factoring in the combined effect of all the ingredients together. And Neurohacker Qualia Synaletic has a 100-day money-back guarantee. Ugh, I have, I have more energy. Uh, I feel younger. Uh, I'm more productive. I will tell you that. I'm more productive. And uh, I feel like I have, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm more enthusiastic about my life. I definitely feel that, and uh, for me, the aches and pains are less lessened by this, so that is a real important thing for me. Help resist aging at the cellular level, folks. Try Qualia Senolytic. Go to neurohacker.com slash inside. Neurohacker, N-E-U-R-O-H-A-C-K-E-R. Neurohacker.com slash inside for up to $100 off, and use code INSIDE at checkout for an additional 15% off. That's neurohacker.com slash inside for an extra 15% off your purchase. Inside of You is brought to you by Neurohacker, Qualia Synaletic. I just sent some of this to my mother, and she's starting to notice the differences hmm. in herself. And, she, and because I noticed my mother was always had brain fog and and she couldn't think clearly. And, and you know, and, and I, I was like, well, this stuff works for me. And what's great is I didn't even, they weren't even a sponsor when I started using this. Um, have you heard of Synaletics yet? Well, listen, it's a class of ingredients discovered less than 10 years ago. And they're being called one of the biggest discoveries of our time for helping to promote healthy aging and helping to enhance your physical prime. Your life goals in your career and beyond require productivity. But let's be honest, the aging process is not our friend when it comes to endless energy and productivity. That's why I use Qualia Senolytic. As we age, everyone accumulates senescent cells in their body. Senescent cells may cause symptoms of aging, such as aches and discomfort, slow workout recoveries, hello, sluggish mental and physical energy, hello, associated with that middle age feeling, hello. Also known as zombie cells, they are old and worn out and not serving a useful function for our health anymore, but they could be taking up space and nutrients from our healthy cells. Much like pruning the yellowing and dead leaves off a plant, Qualia Senoletic helps remove those worn out senescent cells to allow for the rest of them to thrive in the body. And you just take it two days a month. That's it. The formula is non-GMO, vegan, gluten-free, and the ingredients are meant to complement one another, factoring in the combined effect of all ingredients together. And they must believe in their product because they have a 100-day money-back guarantee. It's pretty amazing. I felt higher energies. Uh, I feel uh, more focused. Um, younger, I have to say, because a lot of these things make me feel younger. I feel more uh, productivity happening in my life, a little more enthusiastic, Help resist aging at the cellular level. Try Qualia Senoletic. Go to neurohacker.com slash inside for up to $100 off and use code inside at checkout for an additional 15% off. That's neurohacker.com slash inside for an extra 15% off your purchase. Thanks to Neurohacker for sponsoring today's episode. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. The products and statements are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Um, all right, so Michigan, what, what, did you always sing? Yeah, my well, dad was in a bunch of like bands. He was in a German band. He was in a folk band. He was in a rock band. So I always, German band. Yeah, I'm German. Ooh, rock me, Amadeus. <laughs> Wait, why do you speak German? By the way, uh, are you German? Bisschen. I speak a little. Yeah, um, no, I did a crappy movie in Germany. Sorry if anybody from the movie is listening. What movie? Uh, it doesn't matter. 
Uh, but uh, I did this movie, and I remember I had a driver who picked me up every morning. His name was Nico, and Nico would say, Guten Morgen, Morgen. Mr. Rosenbaum. Yeah. And I'd go, hey, Nico, how do you say I shit my pants in German? Say, Michael, why do you want to know this? Nobody wants to hear these things. Aww. But ich habe in der Hosen gemacht. Oh. Means I made in my pants. Oh, okay. So I would just like like to learn like different words. Ich bin ich liebe dich. I am tired. You know that one. Ich liebe dich. I love you. Ich, ich, dich. ich liebe dich. Ich liebe dich. But Bavarian's more. Ich liebe dich. Oh, okay. And then ich mag dich. I like you. Ich hasse dich. I hate mm, you. Ich, thank you. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> you hate and love me. Okay. Hate a hoop show. Um, um, no, but Red Wings. I used to figure skate for the Red Wings. Figure skate. You don't figure skate for the Red Wings. Yeah, I did. I no, was they're like hockey, the girls. hockey girls. No, no, I was the first one. Yeah, but they don't figure skate. Yeah. They they have the shovels and they push no, the no, ice. No, 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 no. This is before the shovel girls. You know I about would this, go out Rob? there with the flag. You'd skate by yourself? Yeah, we will flag guys. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> please welcome figure skating. Uh, Detroit semi-pro. <laughs> what would they, they call you? What no, you I was just an ice girl. They were like, "Hey, you, you don't get tickets, but you can watch the game by the Zamboni." And I was like, "Yes." I mean, I was diehard. I almost missed my graduation because the Red Wings were in the playoffs, Stanley Cup, two thousand two. Really? Mm-hmm. My mom was like, "I was like, Mom, like Game Four is the same night as graduation." I was like, "Oh no, what am I going to do?" And she goes, "Well, you can't miss the game." And I was like, "This is why I love you." Oh my god! So we had her like caught friend like put the sirens on and like I went to the game did the like rounds and you'd go around and skate with a flag and everybody would cheer yeah they have pictures of you doing that no nobody took a picture of you maybe but there's probably a video somewhere (laughs) maybe wouldn't you want to see that yeah were you a good skater I was pretty good really did you practice your crossovers oh wow look at you well I play I grew up playing hockey are you good I mean I'm probably one of the best actor hockey players there is what about Justin Bieber uh he's okay Oh, he's you know he's he doesn't pass. Do you have any regrets? Play, I play with him at the All Star game. He doesn't pass the puck. He just wants to score. And, and other players, even though they don't say it, and he's Justin Bieber, and he was really sweet. By the way, he's a really nice guy. But if you don't pass, the guys start to chirp. Okay, like, and they chirp, pass. and they're well, they're like fucking guy doesn't fucking. You hear it on the bench. Mm. Learn to fucking pass, and they don't like it. You, you try to be the hot dog out there. We've all had our hot dog days, <laughs> Jana. He's <laughs> young. Gonna, yeah, he's the Beebs. He's the Beebs. You know him? No, I don't know him. Do you think he's attractive? No. Too young for you? Way too young. You like older guys? Yeah. What's the... Okay. Okay, so back to high school. Okay. Let's go back to high school. You're oh, fit. but my high school sweetheart was a year younger than me. And that's who I got the boys about. You got the what? I got the boy is about him. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Really? You wrote that in high school? No, no, no. I didn't write the song. You didn't write the song? No. Can you sing just like that without warming up? No. Well, yeah, but I don't want to. <laughs> I'm not asking you to, although I did yeah. somehow leave a guitar right there. No. Did you notice how I left it there? It's casually placed. It's casually placed. No. No, I'm like, I'm semi-retired. Um, but you you love music. You've mm-hmm. always loved music. What, what were you listening to when you were growing up? James Taylor. James Taylor. What's your favorite James Taylor song? Fire and Rain. Uh, typical. Typical. Love that song. You know what mine is? Oh, so you're singing. No, I just love that song. Seen sunny days that I thought, <laughs> thought would never end. end. Say you could sing right off the top. Of course you could sing. You're, I mean, I've, you get <laughs> millions of people listen to your music. It was like I looked at something. Twenty-seven million people listened to "I Got the Boy." Cool. I don't think twenty-six million watched the first. I think season it was and- the thirty-three million. But I'll have Rob pull it up and see. Yeah, I'm pulling up Spotify. Jesus, <laughs> yeah, like, uh, obviously you're not modest. I'm kidding. So I mean, thirty-eight million. Thirty-eight yeah. million. 
good. You guys got to listen to this song. It's great. I mean, she's got a lot of great songs. Listen Thanks. to them. I, I think you're pretty exceptional. Damn, it's my new song out. Damn, it's a new song. Now, here's what's funny. When I when I when we were texting, you said, I'm not really doing the country thing anymore. Well, What you the know, fuck was that? Now you got a new song. Well, because I'm, I'm not really touring anymore. Well, that's different than you're not singing. You know. Well, I'm, I'm not on a label anymore. So Did they drop you? Yeah. Why? Because my you're... last few singles didn't work. And I'm a female. But you're so provocative. Wouldn't it be the perfect girl to keep around? <laughs> hey, man, she's. Uh, you, we don't know what she's capable of. She is. I mean, she's got. She could. So then I got dropped. Got booted. Did you cry? No, because they wouldn't let me act. And I was like, guys, I, I, wa- I don't want to be put in a box. So they just. They kept putting me in a box. So they dropped you. Yeah, they dropped me. Well, um, good times. Thanks, Warner. You could always tour with the sandwich. Who? It's my band. Oh, we started, sorry. We, we started, Shoot. We started a year ago. No, we don't, we're, nobody knows us. Oh, okay. We just play in my basement, and we've played it like- What instrument? Couple, uh, the guitar. Do you sing? sing? I sing a little bit. I'm oh, not like you. You're fancy. a good singer. No. But I write songs. Anyway, it doesn't matter about me. This is you. So you're. Uh, did you act in high school? No. You didn't? Mm-mm. So didn't you just were playing music? No, I wasn't really. I, no one knew I could sing until I got my record deal. No one knew you could sing? To, well, that's fucked. Come on. You had to sing for somebody before the record deal. Well, I mean, I did a- Sort of with my friend Deanna, we did this like stupid reality show on, reality C- show. on CMT. Can you do it? Can you do it? Can you do it? Do you know Deanna Dozier? I don't. No. Can you do it? Can you do it? That's kind of a play. It was on, on CMT, and it was during the writer strike when I was on Friday Night Lights. So I was like, "Well, I'll give it a shot." And then they ended up, and she was the singer, and I was like the actress. And so you never trained? No. So you never trained, and you just started singing. Mm-hmm. Were you nervous? Yeah. Because if I fast forward, I'm like a girl who's never trained who just starts singing and gets a label and then years later is opening for Blake Shelton and whatever the fuck. That was fun. All right. Come on, man. All right. So are you one of those lucky people? No. You you work hard. I work super – like they said – you know, because I was doing One Tree Hill and I gave some of the songs to the creator of the show and I was like, look, I don't know if any of this is good, but if it is, you know, will you just listen to it? And he ended up turning my character into a singer, which is how I got my record deal. It's because it ended up selling a bunch, and so what was that song? I won't give up. How's that going? Mm, I'm not gonna say it. <laughs> you know, you that? No, uh, I won't give up. Um, yeah. So and now I sing that to my daughter every night. Jolie, Jolie, Jolie Ray, Jolie Ray. You got real unique. You used your middle name for her middle name. Super unique. Don't forget you who your mom is. <laughs> yeah, don't forget. Oh, she will not forget. She loves her mama. So in high school, you were popular. Obviously, no, I was not. Come on, I you're was pretty not. Girl. I was not. I didn't bloom until like after high school really i didn't bloom either really rosenbaum didn't rosen bloom (laughs) no seriously i was the smallest kid in my high school i used to get really upset because like sharissa moore and jenny kegel and jamie biggerstaff and angie mason they were nice but they just go oh little rosie and they pinch my cheek and i was cute and i didn't have hair short i didn't have hair on my balls and i was short and then i graduated no you don't want hair in your balls anyways that's the worst in general in general hair grows on your balls i know you should shave it well, I, 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 I don't trim get, it. I do. Okay, good, because that'd be so nasty. Rob doesn't. Terry <laughs> Henderson's over here. Yeah, he's but got, he's got to come over, so he's cute. He's got to come over in his balls. He's got the. He's got an Adolf Hitler <laughs> down there. I could say that I'm a Jew. Uh, oh, but wait a minute. How do we get in the ball hair? I'm I don't just, know. You're the one that brought up your damn hairy balls. Bring it up well, a lot. I didn't bring up my hairy balls. Did. I said I didn't have a hair on my ball. Okay. Well, that's a good. I had two. Let's go back. I still to that. had two. Not gonna lie. So I went to college, and all of a sudden I had Where'd a growth spurt. Uh, Western Kentucky University in Bowling Green, Kentucky. What'd you study? 
Um, again, this is my podcast. Sorry. No, no. Uh, it's I studied uh, acting, communications. Took I think a law class. I think I took some. Do you still audition or no? Do they just uh, give you roles now? Yeah, no. I auditioned. I auditioned for this. What we do in the shadows. They did a. They're doing a TV show for FX, and I really wanted a part because I love the movie. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And I auditioned for it, and I, I tested for it, and I didn't get it. So I, why? I, I, what did they say? Um, you were too good. You really? just were too good for the show. You're going <laughs> to no. overshadow everything. No, they really like me, but I think uh, I just, you know that that's acting. I mean, what, what, what you can't you can't leave an audition. You can't ever go. You could sit there and, and just judge yourself and go, oh, what did I do wrong? I didn't do this. I didn't do this. Ultimately, we know as actors, as even when you go in for a job, a lot of times it's when you walk in the door. There's an energy. There's that's the guy. That's the girl. Yeah. That's whatever. And you sit down. You say a few things, and they know if that's what they want. I know why. Like, why do they put us through the whole gambit of like the auditioning? Then because it's like they know. They know the second. Because I, they do, but it's it's just the process. It's unfortunate we have to go through, and uh, it's it's difficult. I yeah. mean, how many auditions you get? You go on before you quit, yeah. or you say, "All right," and you get lucky along the way. I think my worst one was I tested last year for Mayans with Kurt Sutter. And Who's Kurt Sutter? He did Sons of Anarchy, mm. which is like my all-time favorite show. I like Jack. You know what? You can I, probably see that. <laughs> I could see that because you're. I could see dysfunction. It's a dysfunctional totally. show. So I like. I was obsessed with Jacks, Charlie Hunnam, the whole thing. And so when I found out that you know he liked my tape and that was testing, and I met him. I mean, it was like the greatest moment of my life. And I freaking nailed the audition. And I was like bawling and like I was totally in it. And then it was between me and the other girl, and he picked the other girl. And I still have not gotten over that one. Really? That's a tough one. You got to get over it. I am. I, um, I always um, after the audition, I take my my. They're called sides. Yeah. The paper where your lines oh, are. Oh, is that on. what they're called? Thanks. And I, well, I was telling <laughs> no, the I audience, and I really fuck, and I rip them up and I throw them in the trash before I leave the audition. Well, that's what I usually do. Yeah. I never. Well, I, you didn't do that that time. No, because I wanted it so bad. And that's, that's, the, that's problem. the problem. Problem. I carried it with you. God. You probably still have those sides under your pillow. No, but I did look at the girl that got it. Um, her Instagram. She wasn't as pretty as me. I mean, she's really pretty, but. <laughs> It's just. I like. I like that you just. You just say whatever is on your mind. You probably get a lot of heat for that. Some people will say the Janas are. You know what? She could be a real bitch. She's a sweetheart, but she's also a fireball. Well, I'm sarcastic, and sometimes that hurts me. But it's okay. And that's what the label would say. You can't do say this. You can't do this. And I was like, ugh. You just want to do what you want to do. Yeah. Did you go to college? No. Well, I I went one day, and I said I need to go to the bathroom, and I never went back. So I was like, what "What am I doing here? It was a community college, Oakland. You went in and you walked out. Yeah, pretty much. And then what did you do? I moved to New York. And then did you? What did you do? Um, I got on a soap opera. General Hospital. All my children. That's that's the one. That's the one. And then did um, you like it? How did you again? What, did you study acting? No. So oh my gosh, this is really random. I was a <laughs> I was a cocktail waitress in Detroit at this club called Seven Seven Deadly Sins. <laughs> Of course you and- are. This is all adding up to this. This is such a great you're getting, you know, you should pay me for therapy. Uh, and anyways, I met Aiden Turner and his fiance. They were at the club and I was that shameless, like, oh my God, here's my headshot. I want to be an actress. Gave it to him. And he's like, Oh, thank you. Like, this is lovely. Um, I'll give it to the casting director. And then I was about to graduate high school and I emailed him and I said, Hey, not sure if you gave my headshot to the guy. I mean, I was like, I hate those people, but um, I was that person and I was like, you're the only person that I know. So can you please just give it to him? So then the casting director calls me. He's like, Hey, um, do you live in New York? I was like, no, I live in Michigan. He's like, Oh, well then I can't use you. And I was like, what do you mean? 
He's like, well, you live in Michigan and you have nothing on your resume. So you'd be like a local hire. And I was like, oh, well, then I live in New York. And he's like, what? I was like, yeah, I totally live in New York. And he's like, can you get here tomorrow? And I was like, yeah, for sure. I met him and then he gave me a job. That was it. Yeah. But it was fun. I was. You have to learn a lot of lines for that. Yeah. But I mean, mine were like, here's the paperwork. (laughs) (laughs) Is that it? Yeah. I mean, they got me. Would you tell everybody like, I'm on all my children? You guys, I had a, um, I had a party before I even got the part. Like when I left, I told my mom that I booked all my children before I even met the casting director. Really? Because I knew she wouldn't let me go. See, that's your problem. I have (laughs) learned, by the way, country that people always say, you guys, hey guys. Yeah. That's why you said you guys. You always say you guys, right? I say y'all usually. Y'all and you guys. And you're you from guys. Michigan, but you you're, guys you're a country. Is Michigan. You guys is Michigan? Yeah. Is it really? Yeah. I think. Oh. But the reason I don't tell my family things or anybody, because in the beginning it's like, I was hey, 18. I'm meeting with, yeah, I'm just giving you advice yeah. here. <laughs> I don't tell any auditions. Because you're like, how is yeah. the meeting? How's the audition? I'm like, yeah. mom. My mom, yeah. Stop. I'm not going to get it. Mom, I didn't get Saving Private <laughs> Ryan. That was 25 years ago. Well, if you would have got that part, you would have been. Nah, 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 well, I don't know what they were thinking. Yeah. Um, okay, so you're doing that, and you start taking off. You start doing other things now. Yeah, start doing that, and then I moved. And everyone's like, "You should go to LA." So and you weren't I, married at this point. No, and then I went to LA. And then you went to LA, and that's when I met. Did, were you a party girl? No, no. I told you, I've never been drunk. But but you could still party when you're not drunk. No, but it wasn't my thing. And my like my my friend was like an AA. So what about drugs? Never touched drug in my life. This is what's crazy. You don't do drugs. You I don't know. get drunk. Yet you make lots of mistakes. I told you I'm a love addict. There's different things. There's so drug addict. There's a, I'm a there love addict. There really is a thing called a love addict. Yeah. You, you're addicted to love. Might mm-hmm. as well face it. Might as well face it. addicted you know to love. How could you not know might as well face Robert Palmer. Duh. Might as well face it. You're addicted to love. Or you're a dick. Both. I can't believe he doesn't know that song. So He's you go back to L.A. and what's what's going on in L.A.? You know, stuff. You start. You get an agent? Yeah, I got an agent at UTA because I lied to him and told him that I was SAG and I wasn't. <laughs> UTA is one of the biggest agencies around and you got in? Long story short, um, Randy Jackson of American Idol right. was the one that brought me to L.A. And then I started. How, wait, how did, whoa, whoa, fuck off. How did Randy Jackson get you? Because <laughs> I was his waitress at the W Hotel in so New York. So he just lied to me. You should come to New York, girl. No, he's like, do you sing? And I said, no. And I said, I'm an actress. And he's like, well, you know, I'm starting a management company. You know, I, I can set you up with some casting people and see if you got any talent, basically. So, yeah, I flew out to L.A., read with, like, the head of Fox. You read with them? You learned the lines? Head of Fox. No, no, no. They just, like, it was like a, what are those meetings, like a general. General meeting. Yeah, And they yeah. just liked you? Well, they, the casting director told Randy that I was good. And so then. What do you mean you were good? You didn't read anything. I did. I read sides. Okay, that's what I asked you. Yeah, yeah. What, what sides were I they? I don't remember. It was like a George Lopez show. Something like that. They they found your talent <laughs> by reading lines from a George Lopez show. The Thanks. head of Fox, <laughs> who's supposed to know everything about the, the business, brings a girl, a cocktail waitress in from New York who reads sides from a George Lopez show and says, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. she's got it. Yeah. That was it. That was it. And they start sending you out? No, so what Jesus, happened was... <laughs> man, this is the most... I, I can't believe what's happening. I was studying theater, and I was doing off-Broadway. That's your problem. No, I just wasn't just, as... It's, you have to be real, you know? I was real. I didn't like... I wasn't all serious and shit. I was always fun. 
But I, I think it's, you know, it's, it's you're much better looking than I am. That's not true. Yeah, it is. I think you're a, I think good looking people have it easier. No, that, that, are you kidding me? I think it's true. The majority of the roles I don't get is because they say I'm too pretty. Okay, hang on a second. I always said if I had Brad Pitt's looks right now, if like if I was good looking as Chris Hemsworth, absolutely I would be a, a tremendous star right now. No doubt about it. I totally disagree with I, you. I completely agree with you. I disagree, disagree with, with you. With you. <laughs> I Listen five. to me. Here's my logic to that. I, I think I'm pretty good. But if I was fucking gorgeous and with the same talent, I, I would get many more opportunities. So not true. B- bullshit. Then, Tell me. Then I that how come every single audition they're like she's too pretty. I think that's just they're excuse? being nice. Ugh. I think the casting director's like this is I, I talked to a casting director once and I said, be honest with me, I won't say anything. His name is Tony. And I said, Listen, do you ever say, Oh my god, they bombed. They didn't do well. It wasn't a good audition. They should. You know what he said? No. Why? I'm I'm gonna tell you. Why well, <laughs> I wanna know? He says because you never know when that actor, something else is going to happen and they're going to blow up or something's going to happen. And then later on, they don't want to hear that that guy said that. And you just, oh, so casting directors never Political. think about this. How many times has your agent called you and said, Jana, you really didn't do well in that audition. See, or I Jana, that, Yvonne, of course, and you're not going to get it because this whole business are <laughs> fucking lying. I love casting directors. I have friends who are casting directors. They don't want to say you were bad. The worst they're going to say is she was okay. She was she, she did a good job. Yeah. But you'll never hear. How many times in your career have you ever heard? Eh. Never. Mm. See, Jenna. So this God. whole time you, you got to go to therapy because you've thought you were great this whole time and you probably sucked at least twenty percent of the time. I mean, I do. I know when I suck when I walk out. So if you know when you suck and then the casting director says you did a good job, liar. It's true. You know, there's a lot of artificial people here, but as much as, and I've read where you said, I'm not an LA girl, I'm a country girl, I'm a Michigan girl, and you, you've made that clear. Now, I mean, I'm in flip flops, and <laughs> you are. Uh, I listen, I, like... I think you're incredibly down to earth. You didn't roll up here in a Rolls Royce or a Mercedes. I can't afford one. <laughs> Maybe the three marriages have put some, uh, but you know, I, I do think you're a normal girl with a little crazy. Which I've got a little crazy. Me, listen. I'm telling. I'm looking in a mirror. Except the divorces. I I think that you know we all have crazy, and to be in this business and to have success, you can't be too normal. And the guys that appear normal, there's shit going on that you don't know about. There's shit going on that when they go home, dark shit happens, and you always hear that. That's what I find solace, and that's what I find peace in knowing that everyone's fucked up. And I've talked about this ad nauseum, but you're fucked up yep. and you're working on it. Yeah. And I'm absolutely. fucked up well, and I'm working, working on it. I'll be working on it until I'm 100. What was it like opening up for Blake Shelton? He's awesome. He's really, really Did cool. Did he guy. sing that song, Red Rose Flower Fight Only Picked You? Took you home, set you on the counter. Oh, yeah. Oh, about a month or two. That's his new one. Like no, that was an old one. an old one? No, no. She wouldn't be gone. She wouldn't be gone. We have a really bad voice right now, so I can't even. Yeah, I know. Sorry. I don't remember how it goes. What's the new one he's got? Minute? Five more minutes is. Uh, no, it's no. Scotty McCreary. Scotty McCreary. I love that song. What's the other one uh, that Blake Five Shelton just more did? Minutes. Uh, you name the dogs I'll, or I'll yeah. name the dogs. you name the kids I'll name the dogs you name the kids I'll name the dog no that's not like I like his old stuff like Austin oh okay who's your favorite country singer my favorite country singer I'll tell you my favorite song Garth right Brooks. now Brooks well I mean all time he's amazing okay but 
I say all time, all time, uh, Patsy Cline. What's your favorite song? Well, Crazy is good, um, but I like um, that song. Actually, what's it called? Well, how could you like it if you don't know it? Well, because she got you. Is that what it is? No, it is. She got you. It was, it's just like I got the boy, and I didn't know that until afterwards. Do you think you'll get married? Uh, you think you'll stay married? You know what? I have no idea. Okay. Do you think you'll have more children? I have no idea. I hope so. I, I want more kids. You were on One Tree Hill for a year? No, three years. Three years. Mm-hmm. I skipped two. You did. Uh, what was it like working with with the cast from One Tree Hill? It was tough because or the we, guy. What's the dude's name? Well, Chad Michael Murray. Chad Michael. He Murray. wasn't there when I came in. And who who's the girl? Sophia Bush. Sophia Bush. She's great. Uh, did you work with Chantel Van Santen? Yeah. Yeah, she's a good friend of mine. I love Chantel. She's we great. Live next door to each other. Did are you guys friends? Yeah, she was just over like a week and a half ago. At my really? House. Did you get along with everybody? So we didn't get along on the show. You and. The characters. Yeah, because our creator kind of pitted us Who was the creator? Mark Schwann. And he just got in trouble with some things. Yeah, we just... Did you witness any of that? Yes. You did? Yeah. Really? Uh-huh. I met him on a plane once many years ago, and he was just... He seemed very sweet and subtle and quiet, and that was all I knew of him. Hey, Rosenbaum, how are you, man? I'm like, oh, good, man. And he just seemed like, and so it's, that's what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you don't know about dark things. Sometimes you don't. And I don't know. It, it, was it all true? Yes. It was all true. Yeah. All those things that happened. Yeah. It was messed up. Uh, we, what, was, what, what happened exactly? You know about this, Rob? Nope. He's a creator of One Tree Hill and he had some allegations about sexual harassment. Did he harass you? Yeah. So like with the whole Mark Schwann thing, you know, he. What did he do? Well, one of the things he did to me was he said, do you want to be on the poster? For One Tree Hill. And I was Season like, 19. <laughs> I was like, of course. Oh, he's like, yeah. and he's like, all right, well, then you're going to go to New York. Let's have some fun. And kind of like did it in like a, the, the let's have oh, some fun kind of made me feel a little uncomfortable. That. So then I, I was dating Jonathan at the time. And I said, Jonathan, I need you to come to New York because I have, I, I think Mark just tried to hit on me to be like, all right, well, you know, if I'm bringing you to New York, let's have some fun basically. So then he, Jonathan flew to New York and he shows up at the hotel at my door. And Mark, Mark shows up at my hotel door. With, with Jonathan there? And Jonathan was there. Was it uncomfortable? It was super uncomfortable. And what happened? He's like, oh, I didn't know you were coming. And I was like, yeah, he flew in and surprised me. Like, yay. And did you guys hang out? And then Mark never really liked me after that. Yeah, that's 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 kind of fucked, right? It's just a little weird, right? So you're a young girl, you're naive. Like, of course, I want to be like, I want to be, be in the hotel. I want to, I want to, yeah. I want to have a career. I don't know exactly what he means. It's a little convoluted. Maybe he just wants to go to New York and have some fun, and I'll get this. I'll be on the poster, season nineteen, whatever. But I've witnessed like so many other things, though. Right. He, would do, like, you know he, he would like come by and like give us like mis- weird massages, and I'd be like, oh, yeah. Slow. You know what it is? It's. It's inappropriate to even say what he said. So I, I, I get that. But now, at the same time, though, I wish I would have been strong enough to be like, no. But then when people have done that, like they got booted off the show. I went to a dinner and a show with this gay man once. Yeah. And we went to the show and I hung out with uh, Ben Stiller's family and we danced. I danced with his mom. She was awesome, and his dad, and we hung. Uh, this guy I thought was just like, "Hey, come to the show with me." Mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh yeah, this guy's great. He's, he wants me to go to the show with him." I'm a young actor. I'm doing off Broadway, like New Jersey Broadway, way the fuck off Broadway. Let's go with this guy. Yeah, you know, he's great. He's not. I didn't think he was hitting it on me. I'm just. I'm fun. I'm a fun person, Jana. And I went out, and then we went back, and he like we 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 went back to his his place. He's like, "Oh, let's get a drink." And I was like, 
I didn't think anything of it. And then he kind of put his hand on my arm. And I remember going, hey. I was like, I love you, man. You're awesome. I had the greatest time. But I'm as straight as they come, dude. I love vagina. I don't know if I said those exact words. <laughs> but I said that. I said, I'm not gay. And he goes, oh, oh, okay. No, of course. No, whatever. And done. Never called me again. Never talked to me again. He was like a big theater guy. I mean, just nothing. Just like, it was the same kind. I guess you could say, I mean, it wasn't like I wasn't working with him. So it wasn't really sexual harassment. Right. In this business, you have to provide some safety. Mm -hmm. Look, if you don't go to New York or if you say no, then you might lose your job. Yeah. He could have just been like, okay, well, guess what? You're not being on the poster. And guess what? I'm writing you off. Well, he tried to write off a girl because he, the girl was like, don't touch me. Was he married? Yeah. So all this was happening when he was married. Yeah. Which is such a bummer. Let's just take a deep breath, Rob. Let's take a snack break. <laughs> you know, it's a, it's an important thing that this movement has. Snacks in my purse. Do you really? Yeah. That it has come about and it's been in full force. And, you know, uh, what did we got there? Want some? No. No, I don't. That's no. not one. It does. I thought maybe I'm going to chew a, in the mic right now. I thought you get a healthy protein bar, but those look like barbecue I chips. Yeah, I love. Oh, I love barbecue chips. I do too. Are you enjoying this? I am. Are, Are you? you? Uh, sort of. Do you think I'm more crazy or less crazy? No, we haven't even gotten to the crazy really yet. I, you know, what? Here, what time is it? <laughs> it's 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 we're almost done. If you need to be, um, my dogs are just running loose on Ventura. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, that, that's I can't believe I would have canceled this. I couldn't. I already canceled. Look at this picture of my daughter. Isn't she adorable? Oh my gosh! You can see this picture of her daughter. Oh my, you have really good jeans. I mean, they're cut. You have the knees Thanks, hanging babe. out, but no, she's beautiful. She's precious. Um, Being you, a mama is my favorite thing in the world. Do, is it really? Yeah, hands down. I mean, I knew I wanted to be a mom since I was a little kid. Really? Yeah, I always said I was going to adopt a kid. I'm going to be a mom. The auditions, everything, it doesn't matter as much anymore now that I'm a mom. What do you, uh, what do you, what do you want now? Do you want to continue music? N- acting. But I want to do it all. Like, I still want to be able to put music out to Instagram people and whoever wants to listen. But I- I'd love to just get on the steady show, support my child. Just enjoy? Yeah. But my goal, like, I don't even care. People are like, oh, I would never want to be on, like, a procedural. I'm like, sign me up. Like yeah. something like, and so I can do maybe a movie a year that doesn't pay anything, but it's. So you, you just want to, you're one of those actors who just, you just want to, you want to work. I want to support my kid. You want to make money. I want to support my kid. You want to support your kid, but yeah. can't you support your kid? I got to work. I mean, haven't you made good money? Sure. But I mean, it goes when you don't work for a while. Are you a spender? No, I spend money on my daughter, but you not do. on myself. But she I doesn't have, need that I have much. one, I have one, uh, What's that called? Like a designer bag? Is that it right there? No, this is a cheap Target bag. Is that really from Target? Yeah. That's a Target bag. Yeah. That's a really good Target bag. Thank you. What? How much is this Target bag? I don't know. I got it from my girlfriend. She like put it in gift bags or whatever. You don't do drugs. You don't drink. You're a love addict. You're working on that. You want to slowly... Uh, you're, you're a work in progress. Do you go to therapy twice a week? No, once a week. Once a week. Mm, sometimes every other. Is your therapist? I'm guessing it's a. Uh, she's a woman, yeah, and her name is um, Janice. <laughs> no, no, no. She's from England. She is. She's like lovely. I'm curious, Jenna, how that makes you feel. <laughs> and I was really? like, well, how do you think it makes me feel, Nicole? <laughs> I, I, I don't like. I don't like when therapists kind of let you. I always feel like there's this like dramatic pause, and I'm like, uh, I better say something. I'm well, like, that's what, what you- they want. The pausing. That's when, when they when, the, when there's silence in the room. And it makes you uncomfortable so, and you start I'm, talking. I'm that's what they all feed the time. <laughs> but, but then I'm like, oh my God, I'm just talking right now. Just talk to me. G- give me the answers. They can't give you answers. But they then why are you. we paying so much money? 
Because, yeah, they're objective. They're not on one side or the other. Don't you want somebody, like, I would love somebody to go, Michael, here's what I want you to do. Your best friend, your mom, those people are I, what they tell you to do. Oh, no, 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 no. My family's <laughs> Oh, my your family, that's right. anything about to my family. None of my family can give me advice. That's the fucking rule. So are you not close to your mom? I love my mother. I love my father. I love my sister. I love my brother. I love everybody. But a lot of my family, I don't want advice from. Yeah, I don't want advice from someone that I've helped out a lot. Yeah, yeah or I still, yeah, yeah. I don't want advice from people who never take my advice. I get that. I don't want advice from people who don't know me. I want advice from people who really care about me and will be there for me. Sweet, I'll be there for you. If you want objective advice, you call me. I'll I've be been there, there for you. Because <laughs> I've done enough therapy, I can help you. I love. Like I honestly thought about. Getting my license. Well, here's the problem, Janet. Let me. I, I had a, the late Carrie Fisher. I hate to drop names, but Besties. she was one of my best friends. Really? And yes, and uh, she gave the best fucking advice you could ever give. On the award She show. went to years and years and years of therapy. She wrote books. Um, she uh, postcards from the edge. The movie. The book. The she she knew everything. Like her advice was so sound. So. Profound, so just uh, deep and real and 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 easily understood. But she didn't follow her own the advice that she got. She gave great advice. She oh. she got she had great therapy, mm-hmm. but she didn't always take that therapy. She didn't listen to her. What therapist. did she say? Turn art, turn a broken heart into art. Is that what she said something on that like award show? I yeah. love that. Turn a broken heart into art. She had tons something, of those something like that. She, she yeah. was honestly a one of the most probably the most brilliant person I've ever known. To the point where she'd say things, and I go, Carrie, I don't understand what you just said. And she'd go, oh, you're an idiot. And, but what I'm saying is that just make sure. Mm-hmm. This gets to the point in the, the, uh, the, the uh, podcast. What's your tattoo, by the way, right there? Uh, this is my sister. Her name's Leah May. Well, you love my, her enough to tattoo her. Well, my dad, it was a second marriage. It was his second daughter, and she's really sick. She, oh, she was born sick. So oh. I did this for my dad. Again, for a, not, sort of approval, but sort of respect, saying, hey, dad, I know you're going through a hard time. I can't even imagine. I got This is why I did it. Aww. And then this is my grandmother, Ruthie, and my grandmother, Blanche. Aw. Blanco, yeah. That's sweet. Which, it says Blanco, because I call her Benny Blanco from the Bronx. But people, I guess if you're Hispanic, you look at it, you're like, Blanco, that's white, man. Why do you have white on your arm? This has become therapy. It always is for everybody who's on it. Mm -hmm. We always do this. So I sort of like become your therapist for a moment. No. Listen, I'm gonna say I'm gonna evaluate you based on this podcast. I'm gonna eat my plantain chips, and then you're gonna you're gonna evaluate me. Okay. That's easy. Okay. All I'm saying, Rob. Do you want me to start? (laughs) Do you want to start? (laughs) No, I'll go second because I want to see what you say about me. I think you are incredibly open yeah which is a huge huge gift and i i I commend you for it no no there's no buts here these are these are compliments you're beautiful thank you you're charming (laughs) you're smart you know who you are uh i think you're a great mother just from what you've talked about i think you're down to earth i think you had to grow up really fast i think your parents divorce probably obviously impacted you and it's the cause for that whole daddy issue i want to be in love i want to be married i want the older guy i want all this i want to live happily ever after and you have a propensity for going out with the wrong fucking guys and you know this Mm -hmm. and unfortunately 
Unfortunately, this is where the butt is mm-hmm. because all these are great things. There's nothing wrong with you, Jana, except this. No matter what, even though you'll say, I'm not going after a guy who does this or this or this, for some reason, some guy gets to you or you're attracted to his big muscles or his <laughs> tattooed leg with a ram on it or something provocative or whatever it is and you fall for it and you do it repeatedly and i want you to be careful because you deserve the best and you you want the best and the only way to do that is to really condition yourself and be patient Mm -hmm. and also you have a long life ahead of you you don't need to jump into things Mm -hmm. you need to look out for your daughter work on your career play music love life Mm -hmm. and someone will slowly come into your life like a little drop of water. You're like, oh, oh my gosh, is it raining? Not yet, but it could. It's just a sprinkle. Or maybe it was off that guy's windshield wiper when he drove by. I don't know, but I'm not going to anticipate rain yet. This could be the worst analogy ever. Now I'd like you to talk about me. <laughs> I'm going to keep it short. Um, I think you have major commitment issues. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know me. Why would you say that? Just the vibe I get. That's absolutely. That's true. That's not true. Oh my god, your bestie just said it was true. First of all, Rob's not my bestie. He's a good friend. Well, a good friend. All right, Jana. You have commitment issues. No, I don't. No, you have like the opposite. (laughs) Don't try to turn this around on me just because you're defensive over. I'm not defensive. I'm not defensive. My therapist even said, Michael, you tried. You want to be in a relationship. I have worked hard. I've been there where I don't want to just be with someone unless I'm really in love. I get it. And I watch my parents and the dysfunction and my mom's flirting and and all these. Here's the thing. I think you're hanging on to that way too much. But I don't. I really want a relationship. No, but you're hanging on to your your parents' baggage for your commitment issues. Go ahead. I'll give you therapy. Go ahead. Give me therapy. I'm not going to argue with my therapist. No, that's it. You're holding on too much to your parents' stuff, which is why you're taking it on as your own baggage and your issues. And that's why you have your commitment issues. All right. Can you start with some compliments? I went through all these compliments and then gave you one thing wrong with you and you turn it around and say one bad thing. There's nothing good about me. No, I don't want to hear it. I know, I know what's good about me. I think you're brilliant. Do you? Mm-hmm. You think I'm brilliant? Yeah. I think you're a really good guy. And you'll be a great dad. You'll be a good husband. Really? Mm-hmm. But you have issues. <laughs> Jana Kramer, this has been, this been so fun. It really has. <laughs> Uh, thank you for allowing me to be inside of you. You're welcome. Did it? Was it good for you? Because it was good for me. What else? That's that's about all I have. Uh, Jana, what's your uh, Instagram? Kramer handle? girl. Kramer girl. What about Twitter? Kramer girl. Both Kramer girls. Those weren't taken. You got those. I I I was like, should not. Kramer girl sounds so high school. I mean, it's Kramer girl. <laughs> Kramer girl. This has been great. And uh, any music they can listen to. Damn it. Damn it's it's on out. YouTube. Yeah. And iTunes. Check that out. What about acting? Um, shoot. You looking for right something? Now. Looking. Well, I, if I do something, I'd audition your ass. Thanks, babe. Why wouldn't I? I'd love an audition. Bye. <laughs> Hold up. 
Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was a three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.